everyone! How are you doing today? It's Freddy here and welcome to a new episode of Northern Bibliosphere, a space where we celebrate all things books from, about and in the north of Scotland. I'm not sure if you feel the same, but this is festival season and it, everything is going delightfully crazy. Uh, there's so much going on all over the country. The Edinburgh Festival has just finished. More locally, we just had the Nair Book and Art Festival, which was fantastic. Please do listen back to that episode. This weekend, the Wicktown Book Festival, one of the major festivals in Scotland, is running as well. But of course, here up north, we are not holding back. So um, we're just having St. Duthac this weekend. So I hope that you're going there and please do let us know if you're going. It would be fantastic to hear from your experience. However, today we're going to talk about a really interesting initiative, which is the John O'Groat Book Festival. This year, for the first time, the festival has been running since March up to October, so there's going to be some more events organized around John O'Groat and the area. And today we're going to learn more about the history of the festival with one of the organizers, Ian Leith. So please sit down, enjoy... And of course, make sure that you have pen and paper to mark some dates on your calendars. Enjoy the listen. Hello, Ian, and welcome to Northern Bibliosphere. How are you doing today? Yeah, very well, thank you. Yes, it's a, it's a wee bit damp up here in, in Caithness at the moment, but uh, it's, it's okay. Fantastic. Uh, Ian, so uh, you're the organiser of the John O'Groats Book Festival. So can you tell me a bit more about your role within the festival as well and how you got involved into it a bit about yourself? OK, well, I um, I suppose I've always been interested in books and I've always been a reader, uh, but I worked for a part of my, my life as a librarian. Uh, and got involved with books and and indeed authors and book festivals at that point in time, uh, and then about oh, about maybe eight years ago now, um, I returned north to Wick, uh, to Caithness, to where I was born, but had had uh, migrated for some for some time. So when I came back, uh, there was some discussion about having a book festival at John O'Groats. John O'Groats has now probably got the only uh, inclusive bookshop in Caithness, and there are other outlets for books, but uh, the 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 bookshop in John O'Groats is is a sort of major outlet for for most uh, good titles, shall we call them? Uh, and the idea had been to to try and start a book a book festival of some description, and uh, because I knew the people involved and they knew me and I had a bit of experience in, in book festivals and, and writers, um, I kind of fell into this kind of role, I suppose, of coordinator, I think I, I might call it. Uh, and uh, it's kind of gone on from there. This is this is currently the fourth year of the of the Johnny Gutz Book Festival. It's five years, actually, but we kind of missed a year because of Dear Mr. COVID. Uh, I'm wondering if during COVID you did, and well, you said that you missed one year. Did you manage to do something maybe online one of the years? Yes, yes. Uh, we we decided that we, after a number of uh, uh, delays and and attempts to run at something physical, we decided that eventually we we needed to go digital, uh, and with the with the the, the great uh, help of Expo North, uh, uh, the 
they basically helped us to record everything and broadcast it. And we had a whole series of events uh, broadcast over. We actually broadcast them over about three weeks, uh, mainly th- weekends at that point in time. But uh, we, we we spread it out a wee bit, and uh, and that was that was successful in its many respects. The only problem was, of course, that one of the ideals of the book festival is to get people to come to John O'Groats. Uh, and uh, as if you're sitting in your own home digitally, then you're not there. But maybe it maybe it enticed a few people then to come come north. I'm sure it did. And uh, especially if you hear the stories of a place and uh, just get involved in it. And maybe it made it more accessible for other people. And then they decided to come over also for... Well, that, that's, that's the thing about the digital is that you actually have the potential to reach a different audience, uh, a more widespread geographic audience. So um, this year we're, we're, we're doing a bit of both, really. Uh, we want to try and get back to the physical as much as possible, uh, but we do have some digital content as well. Awesome. And one thing that I think is very particular and special about your festival is that it doesn't, well, at least this year, I'm not entirely sure about previous years, but it lasts from, uh, it started in March and it's going to run until October this year, uh, whereas most festivals maybe are within a weekend, a couple of weeks, whereas uh, here is a series of events um, during the year. So can I ask if that's something that was planned from the start or this is the first year that you're doing it like this and why? This is the first year we're doing it that way. I suppose it's a kind of knock-on from from the last one, which was entirely digital, and that was spread over a a wee period of time as well. But originally, the the, the book festivals, the first and second book festivals, were physical weekend events in Johnny Groats, and that that was great. Uh, But this year, we just felt there was still uncertainty around people travelling. There was still uncertainty about people wanting to go to events, uh, so instead of running uh, a weekend, which we had originally planned way back in April, to be in April, we thought, well, actually, why don't we just spread it out over the whole year? And uh, there will be events uh, with different different events uh, throughout the year. And then we'll we'll culminate in a weekend festival at the end of October. Awesome. And how has it worked out for you to have this first set up this way? It's it's been it's been great in terms of of the events. Uh, I would still say that there's there is I don't know whether there's a reluctance uh, uh, for people to 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 come out to events. They've been they've been okay. They've been attended, but you know I suppose a book festival doesn't get thousands of people anyway. But you know um, it's it's been it's been successful and and it's allowed us to have a range of different topics from from our writers you know from from local writers through to to maybe slightly more well-established uh, writers booked for the festival mm-hmm. no definitely however aim for the starts you never know that you might get thousands of people down and uh, up and journal growth you never know um <laughs> uh, i'm thinking if um like in terms of having yet that much more time has helped you in terms of organizing a wider spectrum of events or um, in any way if that's something that has facilitated certain aspects of organization yes yes it has up to a point because it's it's allowed us to to to, to get writers from different genres to come along and and especially uh, enabled us to con- concentrate on some of our own local writers here to give them a platform whereas if you're just running a weekend while you want to try and include your local writers as much as possible, 
if you've got guest writers around, then the local ones get squeezed out a wee bit, you know. So so this way we've been able to run some some events with with local writers, and uh, that's that's been good. Uh, and and one of the one of the successes I think this year was that we we launched a new children's book written by four local local writers here in Wick, uh, uh, and and it's a, a book based on on um, characters at John O'Groats. Uh, called Finn and Friends, so uh, it was a collaboration between between four four different writers from the local firms. So that's been published this year. So that was a great uh, launching event for for that. We've had we've had other local writers. Uh, most recently, we had uh, James Miller, and James, although was born and bred in Caithness, is now a a recognised and well established writer across the whole of Scotland, um, and he. Did a session for us about a month ago, I think. Uh, and this coming Saturday, we've got another event on. Uh, we've got two two writers coming to inform us, entertain us, uh, and we've called the session "Fact and Fiction" because one of the writers is a, a factual writer, uh, and the other is a fiction writer, but both are rooted in history, so it's kind of uh, fact and fiction so i'm wondering as well uh you're talking about um different uh places maybe what what are the locations um of the festival uh because it's spread out so much as well is it spread out as well in terms of where it's taking place yes i mean i mean the core of the festival is john O'Groats. you know on the weekend when we run that weekend festival at the end of october it will be primarily john O'Groats. but we we decided as well that that it, the festival, while it's called the John O'Groats Book Festival, it's it serves a population in Caithness and, and Sutherland. Uh, so this year we've been able to to run events at Lythe Art Centre uh, and uh, at the North Coast Visitor Centre in Thurso. Uh, and we're possibly looking at another event still to come in Wick as well. So um, so we're trying trying to trying to share it out amongst across the county. Uh, but when it gets to the weekend uh, uh, festival, it will be largely John O'Groats uh, and and using their the premises of the Sea View Hotel, which is uh, uh, sort of standard main hotel in the, in the area. And also, we uh, are very kindly get the use of uh, Together Travels Corporate Lounge. Uh, uh, Together Traveller, the the company that that owns and runs the. The, the the inn at John O'Groats and uh, the chalets, I think if that's what they're called. Uh, but one of these buildings is, is classified as a corporate lounge. So so they, they very kindly allow us to use that. It's it's a nice a nice venue uh, in terms of um, seating about fifty people. Yeah, sounds great. Uh, I'm thinking in terms of you were mentioning uh, local businesses as well. Uh, how important is it for the community with businesses, residents to come together for these events? And I'm also wondering, and uh, within your um, audience, is it more locals or do you have quite a lot of people coming from out with, uh, well, at least Keith and S as well? Um it's very important for local businesses, absolutely, because the, the, the ultimate aim is to, is to bring people to Johnny Groats. The, the book festival in Johnny Groats runs off the back of the, the Johnny Groats Development Trust. That's that's the sort of uh, 
charitable body. The book festival is is a an offshoot of that. So so the the development trust is all about developing Johnny Groats, uh, and and obviously then that tries to encourage local businesses to be involved and and hopefully visitors then coming to events at the book festival will sample some of the the goods from from the the local local businesses and um as far as local people is concerned it's been up to now it's been primarily local in as much as local means Caithness and maybe north sutherland um the ultimate aim you know in the early days was to try and create a festival that that built on its stature and built on its its understanding and would would begin to attract people to to the area but because of you know the first two years was fine we were physical and we got local people to come along then we were sort of hit with covid and and that put us digitally online so so we're still probably the the bulk of our audience will still be of a, a semi local nature yeah, and hopefully travel will resume more normally soon. And uh, um, I'm thinking, are you thinking of uh, doing another um, round of uh, March to October next year as well? Is it going to be as well spread out in across different months? Or are you planning to, um, how to say, compact it back again? Yeah. Uh, the, the answer to that is I don't know. <laughs> Let's, we, I, think, I think we, you know, after the October weekend, we need to sit down and 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 assess that and decide what what's best. I mean, it's 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 from an organisational point of view, it's been quite good because you don't have to organise everything for one event. You can you can you know you get a, you get a wee breather between each between each one. But having said that, of course, we've, we're going to have a festival weekend, so so we're still going to do that. So I personally, I really like the the, the weekend festival because our writers will have in the past anyway guest writers have always come for the weekend you know so it's not a case of i know i don't I'm not, it's no criticism of the edinburgh book festival whatsoever but you know tend they will tend to have a writer in and they will go away again because they've done a particular what what's been a success for us certainly in the first two years was the writers enjoyed the opportunity to engage with one another uh, uh do things together and just uh, create a kind of community for the writers over that weekend as well. Absolutely. I think it must, it must have been quite a challenge as well for you starting again, for uh, having two years of starting and then having to deal with the pandemic and the lockdown as well. So um, poss- pr- hopefully that's going to be something that you build upon and uh, uh, things will get smoother in the future. <laughs> well, let's let's hope so, yeah. I mean, we're, we're, we're committed to it. We, we feel it's uh culturally it's important for for this part of the world people in the north of scotland um i mean they do travel absolutely but uh, their nearest uh, book festival if they wanted to go to something would would probably be inverness you know and that's that's 100 miles away so it's not something that you that you you can pop down to on a regular basis um but but we're lucky here. Uh, I'm very lucky here. I think with the with the help we get from the Life Arts Centre because they they uh, they are they are very proactive and outward looking and uh, they support the book festival uh, in terms of both uh, helping us do some recordings. They help us with the promotion and they they they, they hold some of the events. We had a we had a great event here in Life Arts Centre as the early part of this year's festival where we had. Musician James Ross, 
James is a is a, a, a lad from Wick originally, but he's a an internationally renowned musician now, and he did a session uh, based on the works of Neil M. Gunn, the writer again, of course, from Caithness, uh, and uh, James wrote this piece uh, from, based on Neil, Neil Gunn's writing, and he premiered it at Life Art Centre as part of the Johnny Groats Book Festival. So, so you know, it's it's a we're trying to be as broad-minded and and, and uh, incorporate as much of the literature as we can. Yeah, no, and in terms of, yeah, you're talking a little bit about, um, a lot about uh, local uh, talent as well. How important um, is it to showcase the local talent? And can you tell me maybe a bit more about how the, let's say, the book scene is in Caithness, according to you? There, there are a number of very uh, successful and good writers locally. It's something that's encouraged. I think there's two, if not three, writers groups within within the county, within Wick and Thurso, and 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 some of them are now publishing fairly regularly. Uh, there's there's a number of them doing that. So it, it's it's they're creating a market. Uh, based around Caithness books, Caithness, Caithness writers, not always Caithness subjects, but uh, we've got we've got writers of fiction and non-fiction. And as far as the book festival is concerned, we're enthusiastically keen to promote that as much as possible. Awesome. And um, can I just ask you a bit about the um, types of um, events that you have? Because I've seen that you have, of course, there's going to be book talks, but in that case, like the one that you mentioned that's going to happen this weekend, um, it's quite in a in an unconventional sort of it's quite an interesting um angle on history and yeah facts and fiction but i'm wondering in general what type of events do you normally run uh, in terms of maybe workshops or what else on during um the festival yeah we try to we try to do a number of different things <clears throat> importantly we want to work with schools you know it's, uh, the children's element of this is important so when we have a a children's writer with us, he or she will do some sessions in in schools, uh, workshops for the children in schools, uh, and and this year, uh, in fact, last year as well, Barbara Henderson from from Inverness, uh, Barbara has done a, a a couple of online workshops that can be shared with schools. So you know the digital. Sometimes it's not always you can't get writers into you know Caithness has got 30 odd schools we can't we can't we can't get something into into them all on, on one weekend so um the, the digital option has been great and Barbara has, has has done some smashing stuff with that which we can share now with any or all of the schools that that, that want to use it um, so the children's stuff is important to us and and we have run children's workshops as well uh over the, the weekend, because obviously you're going to work with schools, you have to do it during the week, and then they don't they don't seem to want to open at weekends for some strange reason. But, uh, uh, so, so the children's element is important. Um, the local local writers is important to us, as we said. So events that will include them, uh, give them an opportunity to to read their work, to share their work, uh, and and basically promote what they're doing. So, so that's that's important as well. And then we we want to take um, writers along that will talk maybe a wee bit about 
about the area as much as books that relate. Maybe they're not necessarily uh, local writers, but but books and writing that's based on on a local area. As I said earlier, James Ross did this wonderful piece of music based on the writings of Neil M. Gunn. So you know, a musical event is just as important as a as a as a book event. The literary element is still there. Uh, the content, well. It, it depends in a way, you know. You you book writers according to ones you think will be uh, be appropriate, uh, and ones that you know are performers as well. We've uh, we've we've had uh, the wonderful uh, Chris Brookmeyer up here at one of the festivals, and and while he's a great writer, and nobody's denying that, but he's he, his uh, he's something else when he hits the stage as well. So I don't know if you've had the had the pleasure, but if you haven't, get get a go there. Um, but again, this this coming year, this is the this is the year of the stories. Uh, uh, so we have a we have a recording done of two of, of Scotland's uh, premier storytellers. Uh, it's going to be broadcast just before the the weekend. Uh, Tom Muir from Orkney and uh, Bob Pegg, who lives down in, in near Strathpeffer, uh, two well renowned storytellers. So so they've done a session on telling stories and about storytelling as well. So it's it's both a performance and a, a kind of workshop, I suppose you might call it. And then for the weekend, uh, we've we've got a, a selection of um, largely, well, I was going to say largely um, sort of Scottish culture and, and storytelling. I thought that's, that's I don't know whether you want to know who's coming to the, the, the weekend festival, but there's a, there's a range in there, I think, that, that fit quite nicely around this whole storytelling thing. That's awesome. Uh, do, do you know where we can find the programme for the weekend, or is it not available yet? Uh, uh, well, it's not. The actual programme, the detail of the programme is not, not there yet, but the, the, the writers and, and when it is are on the, if we go to the John O'Groats Development Trust website. But we have a, I have, we have what I think is quite an interesting lineup. We still have we still have to work out exactly when they're going to be here and what they're going to be doing, but uh, but we know it's running from the twenty eighth, twenty ninth, and thirtieth of October. So we know that, and we know who's coming, and I'm quite happy to tell you who's coming. Oh yeah, if you can tell us more about who's coming at the weekend, that would be great. Okay, well, first of all, we've got Margaret Bennett. Uh, Margaret is uh, one of Scotland's premier folklorists, uh, storyteller, writer. Uh, you know, her her major book was on Scottish customs, uh, and she does this wonderful uh, demonstration of walking the tweed. How you, uh, I'm sure you know what I mean. Uh, in the Western Isles, and the, they made the tweed malleable by by walking it, as they are working it. So so, Margaret does a great demonstration of this while singing singing appropriate songs as well. So so that, that's one thing that's going to happen. Uh, Barbara Henderson is coming. That's ch the children's writer from Inverness. Barbara, Barbara's been a great uh, source of useful stuff for our festival with her digital work. Uh, but she's also uh, written a book, a book not for children. Well, it can be for children, but it's, uh, um, she's going to do an, an adult session as well, if that's the right way of calling it. We had a full episode with Barbara. She was our first ever guest on the podcast. So everyone uh, will vouch for her, go see her or go back to our very first episode and listen to that. 
Ah, right. Um, I think her her book, uh, Scottish by Inclination, is is an interesting approach, and and hopefully she'll she'll talk about that at the festival. Uh, we have another Henderson as well, Jennifer Jennifer Henderson, uh, also from the Inverness area, who's uh, done a great book called Daughters of the North. Uh, it's about Jean Gordon and her and her time with Mary Queen of Scots and so on. So, so that's I'm, I'm delighted that Jennifer's coming north to do that. And then, with a slightly different slant, we've got a Sunday Times best-selling author called Jenny Colgan. I don't know if you're you're familiar with Jenny's uh, work, but it's it's a different slant. It's it's kind of romantic fiction, I suppose you would call it. Uh, I don't want to I don't want to pigeonhole Jenny's books into anything, but. Uh, you know, the, her most recent one, An Island Wedding, is uh, set on a Scottish island and uh, goes through goes through a variety of uh, dramas regarding a, a potential wedding. And then we've got uh, our, our very own James Miller uh, coming back to the festival as well. Uh, James will kind of act as a sort of host and, and uh, MC on some of the events. That sounds like an amazing program with something for everyone, really. So, um, yeah, really hope that there will be a lot of our listeners coming. Um, and uh, uh, I really wish all the best. And I hope I'll be able to come over as well because it sounds like a fantastic weekend. So, um, yeah, best of luck with the organization. And thank you so much for being here. You're very welcome. And as I said, 28th, 29th and 30th of October, that's that's when you want to be booking your your, your weekend off. So that's us for today. I hope you enjoyed this lovely talk about the John O'Groat Book Festival and I hope that you're going to go and enjoy some of the events. If you like our show, please leave us a review or share it with other book lovers. And if you want to get in touch with ideas, feedback, reviews or recommendation or even just to say hi, please drop us an email at northernbibliosphere.pod at gmail.com or on our social media channels. We're on Instagram, Twitter... Facebook and yes we are also on TikTok I still need to understand how to use it though farewell and until the next time bye